The Gaza Health Ministry said the death toll in the Gaza Strip has surpassed 20,000 people. That's where we're starting today. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Friday, December 22nd. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. The death toll was updated this morning. The milestone comes after nearly 11 weeks of Israeli bombardment and invasion. The fighting began in October after Hamas militants killed about 1,200 people in southern Israel. Israel's campaign has killed almost one in 100 people in the Strip. The number of deaths is far higher than in any conflict in Gaza in recent history. And United Nations officials and public health experts say these figures could actually be an undercount. Yesterday, the global humanitarian organization, the World Food Program, said a quarter of Gaza's population faces starvation. And today, the UN Security Council is expected to vote on a resolution that calls for an indefinite pause in the fighting to allow more aid into Gaza. Number two. 14 people were killed in a shooting at a university in Prague yesterday. Images on social media showed students barricaded in classrooms at Charles University and people running through the streets of the Czech capital. Around 25 people were injured in the attack. Bystander Ivo Havernak spoke to Reuters about what he saw. In the beginning, there was a couple of uh, uh, banks. I didn't even realize it's a, it's a shooting. Then. Uh, suddenly, there were uh, students and, and teachers running out of, uh, uh, out of the building. The 24-year-old gunman died after the rampage. Police said it wasn't clear whether he killed himself or if police shot him. They haven't identified the attacker, who was a student at the university. Shootings like this are rare in the Czech Republic, but not unheard of. The nation has more permissive gun laws than most European countries, but the attack was one of the worst mass killings in Europe in nearly a decade. Rudy Giuliani has filed for bankruptcy protection. That is number three. The former Trump attorney filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy in New York yesterday. It came a day after he was ordered by a judge to immediately pay a large penalty in a defamation case. He owes $148 million to two Georgia women who he falsely accused of trying to help steal the 2020 election. Legal experts say going bankrupt would not get Giuliani out of paying the penalty, but he may attempt to appeal the case, and that could delay the payment or lead to negotiations for an out-of-court settlement. People under 55 made up 20% of all colorectal cancer cases in 2019. That's up from just 11% in 1995. These numbers are from a report released earlier this year by the American Cancer Society. The trend is concerning, especially because no one knows for sure why it's happening. Possible factors include rising obesity rates, highly processed foods, and lack of exercise. But many young colorectal cancer patients have no history of obesity. That suggests more subtle factors could be at work, like changes in gut bacteria. But for now, this is a medical mystery. Colorado released five gray wolves into the wild this week. 
That is number five. Three male gray wolves and two females were flown from Oregon and released into public land in Grand County. They quickly disappeared into the woods of the Rocky Mountains, which are abundant with elk and other prey. Colorado voters passed a ballot measure in 2020 calling for the return of the endangered species to their state after nearly a century's absence. The move has faced fierce opposition from the livestock industry, who say the wolves threaten their farm animals. But advocates hope the wolves released this week will help establish a thriving population. The plan is to release 30 to 50 wolves over the next few years. You can see footage of the wolves' release in our newsletter. Number six, Christmas will be unusually mild across most of the country. A warm Pacific weather pattern is sweeping over North America. It means atypical warmth will stretch from Texas into Canada. It could even set some records. Some places in the upper Midwest and Western Great Lakes will have temperatures 30 degrees above the norm. So I know what you're thinking, and yes, you're right. There won't be a white Christmas this year, at least not for most of the country. And human-caused climate change is making snowy Christmases less and less likely. But that doesn't mean that it's impossible. You can find a link to check the chances of snow in your state in our newsletter. And at number seven, scientists found out why reindeer eyes glow a vivid blue in the winter. So, we all know that Rudolph's red nose has gone down in history, but according to new research, his shining blue eyes could actually be more important to his survival. Reindeer's glowing eyes are unique. They may have evolved them so they can stay well-nourished in the depths of winter. The research said that reindeer's eyes appear to change color so they can let in more ultraviolet light. This makes it easier for reindeer to find their favorite food, lichen, which absorbs UV light. That means it appears to reindeer as dark patches in the glare of snow, making it easier to find from a distance. So if you look up on Christmas Eve and see something glowing blue in the night sky, it's probably just Rudolph looking for a little snack. That's the show for this week. The assistant producer of The Seven is Taylor White. The staff writers are Jamie Ross and Hannah Jewell. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing by Christina Quinn. Copy editing by Melissa No and Francis Moody. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs and Justin Garish. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. Our director of audio is Renita Jablonski. Monday is Christmas and the show will be off, but we'll be back with the podcast on Tuesday. I'm Jeff Pierre. Thanks for listening. Have a great holiday weekend and see you next week. <laughs>